Do you want to discover more joy, peace, and freedom with food exercise in your body? Here we bring a compassionate, holistic, and sustainable approach to fitness so you can fully enjoy the life you want and express your unique self with the world. I'm Michelle Roscoe, and I want to help you find fitness freedom. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, welcome to today's episode, five dating tips that apply directly to your fitness. Now, I am no dating expert by any means. I am not a relationship expert, but I am speaking from my own experience, having gone through a separation in the last few years and putting myself out there after almost a decade <laughs> of being monogamous <laughs> and only being with one person going out and dating again, it's been a new experience, especially in my 30s. It's different in your 30s, but it's been fun. And I've learned some things, or rather solidified some lessons, and I love taking real-life things that we all experience or that a lot of us experience and applying it to fitness and vice versa and how it can help shape our ideas around principles that work. All right, so let's get into it. I'm going to give you five dating tips that apply directly to your fitness. I'm going to share the dating tip and then I'm going to apply it to your fitness. And I, of course, as always, would love to hear your thoughts on this and any insight you might have personally. I'd love to hear your your own dating tips, your own experiences dating, feel free to dish with me. And uh, I just got a text from a friend, so that's the sound that you might have heard. But here we go. Let's get into it. Number one, be open because first impressions aren't everything. This summer, earlier on, no, I guess it was earlier than this summer, this spring, I told myself, I am going to be open. I'm going to be open to all experiences, all different types of people, and see where it takes me and not go directly from, oh, I'm seeing this person immediately to, are they marriage material or are they, you know, long-term relationship material? I'm just going to be open and take it one step at a time. And it's been so freeing. It's been so wonderful. So you might, you might have preconceptions about someone or how they, how they might be or what something is, but if you can stay open, good things happen. Trust me, good things happen. So how do we apply this to fitness? Be open to learning what works for you. And another way of putting this is have beginner's mind. Have a beginner's mind around your health and your fitness. Avoid putting yourself into a box. Like, say for example with dating, like I only want to date someone who's taller than me or I only want to date someone who is uh, curvy or only someone who is thin or I only want someone who has this type of job. When you put yourself into a box like that, you shut yourself off from potential experiences that could be beneficial and lead down to roads that you never imagined. So don't put yourself into a box like, I only do yoga, or strength training is not for me, or I can only eat keto. Be open to trying new things because it's a never-ending process with your health and with your fitness. And when you close yourself off to certain experiences, maybe from your past experiences, you're only shutting yourself off um, to more joy and maybe finding something that really works for you that you really like. So number one, be open. First impressions aren't everything. Number two, 
Focus on values over what looks good on paper. And you've probably experienced this. Like you see someone, maybe you meet them online or in person and on paper, or you hear about them, your friends tell you about them. And on paper, everything seems to mesh. You know, you have similar interests, your personalities seem to mesh, whether it's their job or their life, where they are in life, it feels like, yes, this would be perfect. And then you meet them in person and then maybe it's not as, uh, the chemistry's not there or something feels off. It's more important to focus on value versus what looks good on paper. Or even, you know, in the in the dating world, especially online, we can be really focused on aesthetics and how people look and base our, our opinions based on, you know, some pictures that we see or how they dress. More important than that is values because that's what we, you know, if we're in a relationship with someone, especially for a while, that's what really counts. Uh, looks change, people change, but those values stay the same. How can we apply this to fitness? <laughs> you know those fancy workouts that you see online, like the the ripped dudes doing backflips or, uh, you know, balancing on a ball while holding a dumbbell in your right hand and then, you know, you're, what, what do you got? You got a band, you're doing some bicep curls with your left hand. <laughs> those fancy workouts, maybe they look fun, but they aren't necessarily effective. Or, you know, those meal prep, uh, videos that you see, you're like, wow, I should really meal prep. I, I really need to make sure that I put uh, an even amount of, of rice and chicken in, in my Tupperware containers for the week. <laughs> Maybe you feel like you need to follow them, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it will work for you. It always comes down to living in alignment with your values. And if you can make your health and your fitness routine, your workouts, how you do your workouts, how you eat, reflect your values, then it becomes an expression of who you are. So even though that those, you know, it might look good on paper and it might be exciting on the outside, that shiny new diet or that exercise fat, the basics work best. So focus on the fundamentals, focus on your values and finding what aligns for you. Number three. Oh, and I love these so much. This is so good. The more you know you deserve, the better you'll get. And I'm being personal here with this whole dating stuff, but, uh, there, you know, there've been relationships in the past where I've had to let go or things were let go because they weren't right for me. And I knew I deserved something better and I didn't know what that was. And it was scary to let go of something. So, uh, where there was a connection, where there was attachment, it was hard to let go of something, but I knew I deserved better and even more and more having a higher standard for myself. And it doesn't mean that the people I've been with in the past were bad people. It's just, they weren't the right fit for me and knowing what I do want and what I need and holding firm to that allows me to let go of what does not align with me and make space for what does. It makes space. So letting go of what is not the best for you allows space for something even better. And it can be incredibly good. It can be extremely even better. I'm not saying my words right here, but you get the point. Because your identity and how you see yourself is one of the biggest determinants of your choices. 
If you think, you know, you're strong, you're going to make choices that reflect that. If you think that you're a worthy human being, you're going to make decisions that reflect that. It's the same for your health and fitness. If you think you don't deserve good health, and this is really common, if you don't think you deserve time for yourself, as a lot of us uh, people who are conditioned as women, this is big, especially if you're a caregiver, like a mother, or you work in a job where you're caregiving, you feel like you, you need to sacrifice yourself for other people and give up what you really want for other people and you don't deserve time for yourself. Uh, your ref your decisions will reflect that. If you don't think you deserve nourishing foods or you don't deserve time to take a slow meal and have a healthy meal, if you don't think you deserve quality workouts, if you don't think that you're you know a quote-unquote fit person or a healthy person, it's just not for you, you're going to make choices that reflect that. So my encouragement to you here as we're in this third tip about in the middle halfway through, have a higher standard for yourself. Have a higher standard for yourself. Know that you deserve better. You deserve good things. I'm going to tell you one more time. You deserve good things. No one else deserves better more, more than you do. And no one deserves less than you do. We, you deserve as much good as anyone else out there. You deserve good things. So have a higher standard for yourself. And by that, I don't mean you need more rules. You need more restriction. You need to, you know, shape up. That's, that's not what I mean. I mean, you need more pleasure. You need more enjoyment. You deserve more confidence. You deserve more joy. You deserve more goodness in your life. And a part of that is feeling good because of the choices that you're making with your body. Self-care, meditation, sleep, good food, good exercise. So the more you know you deserve, the better you'll get. Let go of what is not serving you, even if it's challenging, whether it's you know someone you're seeing or dating or whatever, that will allow space for better. Yeah, so those, healthy those unhealthy habits that you know are not serving you, you deserve better than that. All right, number four. If it's real, you don't need to rush it and it won't feel frenetic. If it's real, you don't need to rush it. A lot of the times we want to rush things in relationships, and this is something I'm still trying to figure out, but we want to rush things in relationships because we feel like we need to get to a destination because when we get there, there will be some kind of affirmation that it's real or uh, that it's legitimate or we need that security from somewhere else. We need that title. We need to make it official, whatever. If it's real, there's no need to rush it and it won't feel frantic or scary or you know intense in that uh, kind of high activated way. So how do we relate that to your fitness? Um, I will say that you don't really need to lose 10 pounds in a month. Uh, you don't really need to get into the best shape of your life in three months. You don't really need, there's no rush to get to a specific goal. Goals are great and they're incredible and they really help us keep help keep us accountable. They help keep us on track. They're exciting. And then we can, you know, feel that that accomplishment when we reach them. But on the other hand, what's the rush? If it's something good that you can sustain, you don't need to get there as quickly as possible. Um, because what works for the long term, that those habits, those small habits that you create and just focus on making progress over time, that's what will sustain you. And ask yourself, 
with your fitness. Say you want to get to a goal as quickly as possible. Why do you need that? If you feel the need to desperately get to a specific goal as quickly as possible, why is it? What worth or validation are you tying to that goal? And again, in a same for a relationship, if you're looking to get married, what kind of worth or validation are you tying to that title of I'm a married person or, you know, we live together or whatever that specific relationship goal might be? What worth or validation are you tying to that goal? What worth or validation are you tying to needing to lose 10 pounds or fit into a size, whatever it is for you? I'm going to avoid those numbers. Um, yeah. What, or, you know, having to work out for five times a week or whatever your goal is. Why do you need that? And then this leads me to my last point. <laughs> this is so good. This is so good. And um, this is the foundation for why I created my, my business and why it exists. But I'll get into that in a little bit. First, number five, this is, we'll go to the dating thing. All right. Desperate energy is a turn off. You know this, you know this, <laughs> desperate energy is a turnoff. Even if they're a great person and, uh, and, they, and they, you know, like they really want a partner or they're really interested in you or they're interested in someone else. If, they, if you feel like they need you in their lives, it's kind of like, uh, I, don't, I don't want that clinginess. I don't, I don't want that desperation. It's more important to be okay on your own before you quote unquote need a partner in your life. And this is the biggest one of all of them. Hear me out here. When it comes to your fitness, you are already worthy right now. Okay. If you're not driving or not being active or you have a, like a moment to kind of close your eyes and breathe into this, pause here. You are already 100% worthy and valuable right now. You can never be more or less worthy or valuable than you are right now. Whether or not you work out for hours a day or you haven't worked out for a month, or whether you eat like the rock or you eat like a rock. I don't know what a rock eats like, but I thought that was funny. Whether you have a booty, a big booty and you love it or you're skinny and you hate it or vice versa. Whether you're in the best shape of your life right now or you look back at this that time in your life when you uh, were in the best shape of your life and you, you know, you get a little a sad tear on the side of your eyes. You can never be more or less worthy than you are right now. And when you get that, your health and your fitness becomes something that makes your life even better. It enhances the value that you already are. You don't need to get to that goal as quickly as possible because you know you're already good enough and this is so, ugh, so good. Yes, you need your health, right? Just like we all need relationships. Humans need relationships. It's a fact. We need our health. It's a fact. But you're not depending on some metric or event or rule or, you know, person outside of you to determine how you feel about yourself. You don't need to reach that specific goal or weigh a certain amount or fit into some, you know, arbitrary piece of clothing or look a certain way or complete a certain amount of workouts or, you know, always eat a certain way in order to feel good about yourself. You're already good. And when you can approach your health and fitness from that perspective, 
it feels light, it feels open, it feels empowering. And like I said, this is why I started my business. It is based on the 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 premise and the and the truth that you are already 100% worthy just as you are right now and you are powerful to create the choices and uh, the life that you want to live. You have the power to control your choices, your perspectives on life and your attitudes and from there Fitness becomes this world of empowerment and joy and get-tos, not have-tos. Ah. Yes. Okay. So what was your favorite? Which one was your favorite? Which one stood out to you of these five dating tips, uh, whether it was for your dating life <laughs> or for your fitness or both? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Email me, michelle at mlroscoe.com or DM me on Instagram at michellelynroscoe.com. I'd love to hear it. And quick, quick little thing for you. I know summer is busy. The time that I'm posting this is summer the day right before summer, actually, and uh, we're busy, but you do deserve, <laughs> you deserve, deserve good things, you deserve healthy habits in your life, you deserve good health and good fitness, and I'm inviting you to uh, work, create, work on creating healthy habits, maintaining healthy habits, deepening healthy habits for 30 days. I'm going to be giving a live masterclass next week on how to do this, how to juice up your fitness in 30 days so you can feel your best and live a be live a better life overall. I'm going to be sharing the tips, the keys that you need for changing your habits and what exactly to focus on, the most important things to focus on for the next 30 days in order to reach your goals, create new habits, maintain them and uh, set you up for the summer and for the the upcoming fall. Uh, you can also register in the show notes. And Send me your dating stories. <laughs> I'd love to hear. Have a wonderful day.